Welcome back. This is Words with Ali. I'm your host, Ali Sievright. And uh, this week's episode, I'm going to say some words on organization. But more specifically, spring cleaning. (laughs) Sensational. Now, some of you may know that uh, spring is supposed to be coming this week. And, uh... If you're in Canada or at least in uh, Toronto, it does not feel like it's going to be spring. It feels like a second winter, pretty much. Uh, We still have snow. It's still cold. And um, yeah, it sucks. But uh, with spring, I I like to think that um, it's a new beginning to the year, even though New Year's was, you know, a few months ago. But like, I feel like spring is the real New Year's area. And uh no better way to start off the year than to, you know, get your shit organized and uh, have all your shit together. Just have all your shit together. Everything in one place. And, um, yeah, like, I I lost my chain. I lost my gold chain today. And um, I spent uh, a number of hours looking for it. Um, I searched for it for so long i questioned its existence in the first place like did i even have a gold chain does this exist like like did i just make this up did i even wear it like and like i realized how disorganized my whole shit was everything was askew i got shit from 20 years ago just sitting here and i'm like what the fuck i have a gas flap from my pop's van that he had owned from the 90s from the 90s i don't even know why i even like why am i in possession of this what what purpose did this have in my life and <laughs> and literally i spent like the last six hours just throwing shit out uh, cleaning shit out and just like fucking trying to organize everything so I can have everything in its place and I know where it is. Still have not found my chain, but you know, it'll it'll turn up eventually because I know I brought it back into my house when I left and I was wearing it, put it in a pouch, put it in my pocket, and then after that I don't remember. But it's somewhere. It's somewhere in my house. Somewhere. Could be in the basement. I don't know. Might be in the basement. Let me 
no, no. Well, I'll, I'll check that after this. But um, for the most part, I just want to, you know, reiterate the importance of having shit organized. Because, like, so many times, so many times in my life have I, I've been victim of disorganization. Like, like, I remember this one time, um, my buddy, he wanted to go camping. Like, this is many years ago now. And, uh, he, he said he had a, he didn't have a vehicle at the time, but he said he could borrow one from, from someone he knew. And he's like, Hey, let's just go up North bro. And like, you know, we go fishing, you know, we cook some shit over a fire. It'd be fucking dope. You know, we don't even need tents. It's not going to rain for the entire weekend. And I'm like, and I believe this motherfucker so much. I believe this word. It's like, Oh, it's going to be great. He knows the weather. He knows all of it, and the vehicle's going to be great. It's going to be nice and roomy. going to have all of our stuff in there, coolers and everything. Um, yeah, it, it didn't go down exactly as he said it would. Um, uh, turns out the, the vehicle he borrowed wasn't the one he wanted. Uh, he was trying to borrow his friend's uh, van. Instead, he borrowed his friend's uh, Honda Del Sol. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been in a Del Sol. It's not the most roomy vehicle. Uh, I'm a big motherfucker, so a big motherfucker with a lot of shit like uh, food and uh, camping gear, uh, trying to stuff it into a Del Sol is it, not a fun time. And plus driving up north like three hours. Yeah, that was not a fun experience. And on top of that, this motherfucking thing kept fucking breaking down and overheating. So we had to stop like every half an hour to let it cool down and then continue. And we're on the side of the fucking highway doing this. So like fucking people just zipping like, and like, yeah, it was a little bit stressful. And he ran out of fucking, uh, gas like literally while we're on the highway so we had to call like a fucking tow truck to drop us off some gas and uh yeah paid a little bit for that and eventually when we got to the area um the the camping area it was um not as advertised he said it'd be by like a nice river you know it'd be trees and shit it was basically a parking lot and uh, it was like a party hangout, pretty much, that has been deserted. And uh, you could see, like, beer bottles and just garbage everywhere. It was it was tragic. And because uh, I, I believed him when he said it wasn't going to rain, I didn't bring, I didn't even have a tent. I didn't have a tent. I didn't have a sleeping bag. I was like, you know, I'm going to just chill by the fire. It's going to be dope. And um, it, it poured for two days. For two days. I was soaked. You just chilled inside the Honda and it was fucking terrible. But, you know, at the same time, it was a fun experience that I look back on now. It was uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, I I like to think back on it as like this was a moment where we tested our will, our strength, our endurance, our gumption. Like, cause like when it was pouring, man, like it was, it was like nighttime. So like, we're like, we're huddled up in this Honda and like <laughs> the, one of the windows didn't really roll up all the way. So some water would get in. I tried to use like a plastic bag to kind of shield myself, but, um, yeah, it was a, it was a rough, it was a rough two days of camping. And honestly, it was, it was, yeah, it was a great experience. Now that I look back. It was it was really fun. 
you know, did some good fishing. There was a river, you know, uh, the river was advertised as being, you know, having fish. Didn't catch anything. But um, I wonder if we had organized, you know, it probably would have been a lot better experience. You know, tents, maybe a bigger vehicle, sleeping bags, bug spray, a pillow, like any anything in addition to what we have would have made that experience significantly better. But like somehow it didn't. I don't think it would at the same time because I wouldn't have remembered it so fondly now had it been like a good camping trip. Like even looking back on when I went to climb the Blue Mountains in Jamaica, I was severely under-equipped for that uh, undertaking. Um, I basically went up there with a couple bottles of water and an apple. And like I had no idea the amount of hours I'd be walking. Like I seen, like there was, there was some white folks up there. They had hiking gear. They had these big-ass backpacks and these walking sticks. And I'm like, yo... And even though the other Jamaican people, they, they had backpacks and shit. They have food and everything. They're, they're prepared. And, like, I understand why they said big man, you know, I reach. Because, like, yo, how you going to walk up a mountain with, like, nothing but a t-shirt, man? <laughs> but, you know, it was, still, it was still a great experience. And I, and I conquered it. I made it. Sure, if I had organized having, like, enough food and water... You know, left a little bit earlier, had, you know, the transportation lined up to bring me exactly where we're supposed to start. You know, it would have been a lot smoother. It would have been easier. But like at the same time, the amount of struggle that happened made that experience so much better. And I guess uh, a lack of organization in those situations kind of cultivated, you know, great experiences. But, like, I can't say that for everything in life, you know, like, especially going out for new jobs, like not getting organized for that. You can end up losing your job, you know, especially if you're relying on TTC, like, holy shit, TTC. TTC. I'm going to talk about you a little bit right now. Back in my younger days. When I wasn't working on construction sites and I was trying to line up some new work. I was relying on TTC to get me to certain places at certain times. Now, the TTC was nice to have a schedule. They had a schedule on these little placards by, you know, major bus stops. So you could see the, the times on which days that these buses are supposed to arrive. And I relied on that as a guide. It's like, hey... This is like, oh, this bus is going to be here around like 2.30. So I'm going to be at this bus stop for about 2.20. Because I know sometimes it can be a little bit early and sometimes a little bit late. But, you know, especially where I was at, I'm at, I was at, I'm, I'm still at the edge of Scarborough. I'm like right by Pickering and like. These these buses when they I don't know what's up with this area, but like when you see one, two, three. Yes, I said three, three bumba clap bus out of service in a row. And you have to be at a place within 30 minutes. 
you start to contemplate pulling a GTA and stealing somebody's whip. <laughs> and like, I, I can't blame the drivers. The drivers are driving. They're doing their jobs. And you know what? Sometimes there's mechanical issues with the buses and they have to bring it in for service. I understand that. But three bumba clap bus in a row? Mm-mm. Nah, how's that happen? Spite. They saw me waiting because they had to pass me in order to turn around. And they're, they're conveniently in service as they're going to the go station. But as soon as they come back, they, they come out of service? Huh, that's odd. It's almost like they knew, like, oh, this guy has important places to go right now. Let's fuck up his day. Let's fuck up his whole day, yo. Or, or yeah, I'm sorry, sir, but the bus, the bus heard a, hit a curb and, and it's got a limp now. It's got a limp? Yeah, the bus hit a curb. It got a limp. It bruised this, uh, the, the wheel knuckle. Yeah, it bruised the wheel knuckle. Now it don't turn right. So we got to bring it into the service place and it's out of service. So you're going to have to wait for a next bus. It's like, all right, what's the next bus? Um, uh, about 15 minutes. Okay, the next bus comes. Hey, hey, yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. This bus out of service. How this bus out of service, man? What's up with this bus? I say, um, uh, what had happened was the windshield water mixed with the, the coolant inside the engine and the hydroponics and the sun hit it at a certain angle. Now the, the bus, the bus became blind. The bus came blind. Yeah, the bus, the, the bus can't see right now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try to do my best and direct it to the service station. And yeah, this bus out of service. Uh, okay, man, shit. When the next bus? Uh, the next bus gonna be like 20, 25 minutes, 25 minutes tops. Okay. You have a good day, sir. And I wait for the next motherfucking bus. And you won't believe what this motherfucker said to me. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, bro, uh, I'm sorry. This bus, this bus out of service, homie. How, what, how's this bus out of service? Two other buses are out of service? Uh, yeah. Uh, you see, this bus, this bus on a diet. And you kind of big, so we can't pick you up. What? What kind of bullshit that, motherfucker? You tell me I'm too big to get on the bus? Yeah, man, it's too big. Way too big. I'm even too big. So I'm I'm uh, trying to limp this over to the service station. And, you know, it's going gonna, gonna to hit the treadmill. going to get on a nice uh, diesel diet. And, you know, it's going to trim up. And then, you know, the next bus be able to get you, though, still. You wait here now, sir. You have a good day. And, you know, quite literally 30 minutes after that last bus, a bus uh, came in and, uh, you know, I was able to get on. I got to my destination. Uh, of course, I was cheesed. I was very late. Um, uh, I ended up losing a, a good job opportunity because of that. And uh, I like to think back that, you know, had I left... Like maybe because I because I, I got to this the, the bus stop and I saw one bus leave just as I got there. But I, I felt cool because like, you know, I'm already early. I'm already early for the next bus. That was the bus I was going to catch. It was going to make me 20 minutes early if I got on that bus. And like, had I just been slightly earlier and caught the bus before that one, I would have been there nice and easy. But, you know, it was my lack of thinking and foresight, thinking that, hey, because they have a schedule, they got to, you know, be on the schedule, right? There can't be no interruptions. The TTC is 
a well-oiled machine. Because the Toronto Transit Commission is the greatest mode of transportation to ever exist. It is always running on time. Spick and span. Uh, super clean. Oh, like buses are super clean. The subways. Oh my gosh, so clean. No smell of piss. No garbage. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh my. I could even. I could. I can't keep that up. The TTC. I have so much hatred for the TTC. And like literally, that was just one time. That was one bad time that I've had. I've had dozens, dozens, you know, random fights, fucking almost getting robbed, you know, fucking. <laughs> I remember this uh, homeless fellow uh, one time. Uh, I was coming back home from like, uh, I was playing a show late night. And I caught the night bus. And don't even get me started on night buses. But like, fuck. This one experience, man. It was... <laughs> I I couldn't help but laugh. And like, I had my guitar and shit. And I'm chilling. And usually this is like an hour and a half, two hour bus ride to get all the way back home. Because I catch the night bus from uh, Young and Eglinton. And take it all the way. All the way back. And um, yeah, this homeless gentleman. He, he got on the bus. And... Uh, you, you know, he looked a little bit distraught and, you know, discombobulated. And, uh, you know, he sat at the back. You know, he wasn't bothering anybody other than the smell. Like, but you know what, man? It, you know, it's fucking hard. It's hard out here. You know, you can't always find a nice place to, you know, shower and shit. It's like, yeah, obviously people moved away from him. You know, you know, his, uh, he was very pungent smelling. And uh, this black guy got on the bus. He had this really nice backpack and he sat across from me. And literally, either of us could have got hit by this. And, like, I remember the the homeless fellow, he he was, like, coughing a bit. And it, it was sounding very terrible. It sounded like he was trying to get something out. Um, I didn't, it, it didn't phase me, you know. Uh, I was just cooling the, the black fellow across from me. He was, uh, he was getting kind of shook. He's like, should I move? He was making that, like, look on his face. He's like, I don't even. Like, I feel awkward if I move. Should I move right now? Like, and um, the homeless gentleman coughed up something and then just like projectiled and hit this man on the side of his face and got his bag. And <laughs> the look on his fucking face, that could have been me. That could have been me. If the if if he was facing my way, it could have been me. Either one of us could have got it. He was right in the middle, but he happened to turn his head to the left and cough that way. And uh he just he fucking ruined this man's night, his week. <laughs> this dark like oh just <laughs> just like the worst looking phlegm you can imagine. Like he's been smoking straight up charcoal and tar. And, um, yeah, his bag had it, his face, and the, this guy, he immediately gagged, <laughs> got off the bus, and started screaming. He didn't even try to direct his anger at the homeless fellow, because he, he understood, it's like, you know what, it, it couldn't be helped. He, he, he understood that he made a mistake by staying in that spot, and he paid the price. 
And, you know, that sometimes that happens on the TTC, you know. Um, you know, that stems from the problem of housing here in Toronto. Uh, that's a big problem. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get into that, you know, because that's a little bit too political for some folks. And uh, I'm very opinionated on that front, uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was a, a interesting night on the TTC. You know, I'm going to, yeah, later on put a whole episode where I go into detail on uh, more of these uh, happenstances. But, you know, to get back to my main point of organization, spring cleaning, like nothing feels as good as like getting rid of useless shit. And I hope you guys, you know, take the time to start your spring cleaning, even though we still got snow and shit. You know, get a get a jump on it, you know, refresh yourself, you know, before it gets warm and, you know, it'll rain in so much good blessings into your life. And, you know, holding on to old useless shit is kind of depressing, you know, and just clearing it out, you know, kind of relieves this sort of weight, you know, that subconsciously hangs on you when you hold on to those things. So, yeah, I want you guys to take the time, clean up some shit, maybe create a schedule, schedule some shit, schedule some me time, some, some exercise, and, you know, just, you know, just fucking, just get everything together, just get your shit together, you know, because I feel like this is the year, you know, where we all find that new growth, you know, we've been stuck stunted because of this pandemic but like i believe it's time we start growing now spread our wings fly you know fly to new places travel bless your life up see some sunny spots fuck fuck winter yo fuck this cold canadian weather right now it's hurtful this shit is spiteful i heard the wind blow and it called me a bitch like i don't like that <laughs> you know you don't want to go outside and hear the wind call you a bitch that's that's terrible oh uh, <laughs> so yeah you guys uh enjoy yourselves make time for yourself and yeah take care all right y'all peace